Welcome to Staying Relevant, the podcast between two best friends on their quest for superstardom and fame. This is the one. Explicit note, there's going to be swearing, I'm drinking. Uh, if you don't like it, go yourself. I hate it when you say that we're on a quest for superstardom and fame because we're not. We are. That's exactly... No, 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 we're not. All we're trying to do is stay somewhat relevant. You're on a quest for superstardom. I'm on a quest to earn some money before I die. <laughs> and I will drag Pete's kicking and screaming with me to that quest for fame. Now, today's the big one because we have a guest. We have a guest. Was that it? Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, no more? We have it. Yeah, oh, come on, you say it. What, who the guest is? Yeah, I'm really nervous. This is a big one. You have been really nervous about this one. Yeah, because I'm a big fan. You are a massive fan, yeah. actually. I slid uh, into her DMs. So it's actually a double-header today. We're double-ending. We, we are not <laughs> double-ending. We have two guests. Leave it at that. We've had two guests. Yeah, so basically the reason we've got, before we tell you who the guest is, the reason we have this guest is because Sam creepily slid in her DMs um, to ask her if she'd be on the podcast. And to be honest, I'm quite surprised she said yes. Why? We're fucking stars. We're podcast legends. I actually was driving a couple of days ago, so I went, hey, mate, I listened to your podcast. And I was like, yes. So this week's guest is sports broadcaster and general fucking legend, Laura Woods. Laura Woods, baby! Huge fan. Talk sport. Uh, done Sky Sports as well. And uh, really, really at the top of her game. Beautiful lady as well. Oh, all right. Well, not like that, as in just like, well, really. In what way did you mean it? Well, don't start being like that. No, just, I'm just saying. I mean, no, was, don't, because now I'm getting nervous. Well, it's just a little bit chauvinistic. Laura Woods, everybody! <laughs> Laura, how are you today? She's not here. Oh, yeah, well, I didn't know whether we were faking it. Oh, what, a whole interview? No, no, it's in like the, the start. Yeah, of the no, I'm really good, you. Yeah, yeah, the start of the interview. <laughs> Oh, thanks. Come on, Laura! Oh, my God. Thank um, you. Don't know why the whole room's clapping. That's never happened. Thanks. Um, That's so nice. Never clap <laughs> us. That's so fucking out of order, all of you. Um, I, I want to clap every week now. Uh, crack on then, Sam. Right. Sam. Sam's super excited about I'm this I'm going to be honest with you, Laura. I, um, I was a bit nervous. Like I said to Pete no. on the way up here, I was like, I'm a bit nervous for this one. Why? Uh, my voice is going a little bit as well, actually. Really? Yeah. No. I, I, I'm a big, big fan of yours. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I um, I've got my football top on as well. Yeah. Just uh, so Law works on Talksport amongst many other things, and and I I listen to you every day in my kitchen. Big fan. I just I'm I love watching where you're going and how you're doing it. And you're basically you do the job that I absolutely wish I had. By the way, really. So Sam does this on on the sly. He's got a separate Instagram account where he does his football blog. No. Sam T footy. And he discusses <laughs> Chelsea uh, regularly as a season ticket holder. Um, yeah, there's there's three or four people that follow and listen to him. I'm going to follow it. Yes! Oh, I'm I need to start posting it. on it more then. Shit. Do you know what I, I have to say, which is really making me laugh, is I feel like Sam has... What would a football fan look like in Sam's head? And he's gone, yeah. right, well, yeah. definitely would wear a football shirt. He'd have a beer in his hand. Yeah. He'd definitely have a chain on and a hat yeah. and some high tops. Let's do that. That's, that's, li- literally, that's literally what <laughs> he's done. Done. I'm uh, going to be honest with you that I feel like part of the lads. We're going, mate. Let's have it. Slightly offensive. Let's though, have it. Evidently, she's not a lad. Yeah, but where's your football top? I'm not wearing a football top because I'm not a fucking idiot. We've got a beer, though. You're a Spurs fan. We do. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Um, Thanks for having me on. So the reason that you're actually here, though, is because Sam slid in your DMs. Yeah, you did. Do you know, can I tell you something funny? Mm-hmm. I actually followed you ages ago and then I unfollowed you. <gasps> Me? Most people do that. I've actually muted him. You really 
yeah. I can't remember exactly what it was. You were like flogging a microwave or something. <laughs> and I was like, I've had enough of this. And I unfogged you. And then, and then you, it's too good. I bet I know what I'm it was so as well. Sorry. And then you followed me and I was like, oh, go on then. I let's give bad. him another go. Yeah, let's yeah. give him another go. Pity He's Pete's mate. We'll give him another go. See, that's, that's the real reason. <laughs> that's how it goes. Actually, you know what, Laura? We were outside just now and um, we were sort of psyching ourselves up for this interview. So, interview. Sorry, psyching ourselves we up. We were psyching yeah. ourselves outside. We saw Sam was in the mirror saying that he was a strong, independent man. <laughs> Like we've got this. We have this. And as we're outside, a truck comes past and a guy leans out and goes, Pete Wicks, I fucking love you. And he turns around and goes, not sure about your mate, though. No, really? He's a bit of a prick. Oh, bless you. Like, but you're no. such an unlikely couple. That's what I love about it. We are not a couple. I just want to put that out and there. Well, it looks like it. Now. it, it you it, couldn't it, get closer right now. Okay. You're so squeezed. I couldn't be further that. away from Sam. <laughs> you're moist as well. You're sweating quite a lot. Oh, my I, God. Really, I've got one wearing knitwear. Yeah, it, it is hot, yeah. He looks like a Boy Scout today, doesn't he? I do like the neckerchief. It's oh, very thank cute. you. Yeah, I appreciate, I appreciate it. That. Yeah. I like that. And the way you jangle when you move. Yeah, thank you. Like a jailer. We wouldn't lose you. No, you wouldn't. It's like a cat with a bell its neck <laughs> where's pete yeah exactly um so look we're gonna we're gonna start we're not gonna do the what we normally do which is the whole staying relevant uh caper because mm. i don't think um i don't think you really need that you're evidently quite relevant oh that's right at the nice minute thing. you are probably the uk's most loved sports broadcaster yeah I reckon yeah yes mm. for a number of reasons oh. why do you think that is oh do you think it's because you don't look like ellie mccoyst <laughs> hey ali mccoyst by the way Back in his day. I just did a by the way, by the way. Um, back in the day, my God, did you see him? Have you seen him? Yeah. He's a good looking man. I caught Ali in the wrong decade. Yeah. <laughs> no, you caught him in the right decade. Do you Everyone's know why? Century. Because he's like, he's now like the dad that everyone loves. He is, isn't he? Yeah. And every time, I have to explain it, he's not on Twitter. Every time he picks up a microphone for any game on whatever channel, he trends number one. And I always explain it and he goes, oh, that's great. What does that mean? And I'm like, yeah, like you. It's like that great. Is um, yeah, you've become like the, quite an iconic duo, really, haven't you? Mm. Um, everyone loves you both. I think that the if I really look at why I'm, I'm doing all right, I think it's probably humble. because... <laughs> Smashing the fucking life out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I would be sitting there if I were you, but not, I'm killing it. <laughs> Sam does that and he's not. <laughs> really? yeah. yeah, but you've got to build yourself up, haven't you? Absolutely. If you believe it, everyone else believes so it. So carry on. What no one said. believes it. Fake it till you make it. I genuinely think talk sport, like you might find this with podcasts, you know when you just get time to like talk and breathe yeah. and then being yourself comes really natural. And then I think people listen and they like to get to know you and they feel like they do know you. And that's the best way. I honestly think that. Like with TV, it's really hard because you get like three minute segments. Yeah. And when you're presenting or reporting, you can't really have an opinion or much of a personality. Whereas radio is like, go on, say what you want. And it's great. Did you get put together uh, by someone else? How did, the, how did that? So when I got the job on TalkSpot, I was literally doing these half an hour sections, reviewing the newspapers for 30 pounds. I remember my agent sent quid. Yeah, my agent sent what, it through. A minute? No, like it was about five or six years ago. That's my so agent cool. sent it through because I was like, I really want to get on TalkSport. I just love it. And um, I was obsessed with Alan Brazil, not in like a creepy way or anything like that. Um, but I was obsessed with him. And um, I was like, I've just got like any chance. And they basically got me a demo. And I went on. And what you do is you pick up a newspaper you um, regurgitate the information in a bite-sized form on the radio. I go, this is what the papers are saying, blah, blah, blah. And um, I did my demo, it went really well, and they brought me in. And they uh, sent the, my message from my agent, was like, um, it's 30 quid. And I went, do you mean 300? And uh, he was like, 
no, 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 I mean 30. And I went, don't worry about it. I was like, and he went, I won't take commission. <laughs> I was like, oh, why? That's nice. Would you want yeah, to? Thanks, thanks That's for nice that, yeah. Yeah, if someone's taking 20% off 30 quid, you're left with 24 <laughs> <Yeah>. pounds. <laughs> but I think I was on the end of that era of like newspaper reviews where it was 30 quid. But I didn't care. I would have done it for free. I was just, I was so happy to be there. And then... Ali and Alum was like the best duo to work with yeah. because they're just amazing, aren't they? And then I remember the day that um, I got offered the job, everyone would obviously be like, the breakfast show is the best show and it's exciting and everything. And I knew what it was going to do. I knew it was going to become like big and um, I was going to get a lot of focus for it. But um, I was really upset because I was like, I won't get to work with Alan. So mm. Alan normally does Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, Thursday, Friday. I do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, which means we're now on opposite shifts. And it was so weird to me. It was like, it was so bittersweet. I thought, great, I'm going to take it. And I remember when I took the job and day one of it was lockdown. So there was no sport to talk about. Oh. So like, I couldn't have, honestly, it couldn't have been day. So how did you feel harder. then gets in? Quizzes, honestly, we joke about it. We had fucking quizzes about quizzes. We just, we talked absolute bollocks, but it was fun. And I think the thing is like, people were all at home. So actually they just wanted something to listen to. Yeah. But um, it was hard. It was like Sunday and it's a four hour show. So you're up at six and your guests aren't with you because of COVID. So they like one was in Scotland. Um, Freddie Flintoff was in Manchester. And there was a delay. So you know like, oh, <laughs> you know like when you, when you yeah. think you've made a great joke, and then you wait for someone to laugh and there's nothing. And then you overcompensate by <laughs> like laughing at your own joke. And it's just, it was so it dire. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sam's got a, um, a fake laugh. Oh, that fuck he does. off. No, I what don't. What is it? Go no, on, no, do, no, it. No, do it. Do it. Do, do it. Do it. Laugh. So when Sam makes a joke, he doesn't quite hit. You know one of them things. Like, and actually, it happened the other week. So um, you're out somewhere and Sam quietens a table around him because he thinks he's got this fucking banger. Right, and then he says the joke and it doesn't quite hit, so he laughs for everyone. <laughs> do, do the big laugh. I've got, I don't know, my laugh's like, <laughs> oh my god, he, he literally does that, and then everyone sort of goes, <laughs> This happened once when we were just away in Austria. I know what we're fucking talking about, I know what he's doing. We were out on a table, we were out with a, with a client, right? A client, wow, what? Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say, we, that? we were out of a beer brand, we were out of a beer brand, <laughs> oh, nice. and I don't know, 10 people around the table, and I thought I had something funny to say, so I did, I hushed the table, I had the table as well. You know, when you have a table and you're like this, because you repeatedly asked for the table, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was because I knew. I had something good to say. I need say. the table. Yeah, yeah. And then the pressure's on. You're like, then you panic. And that's exactly what happened. I full blown panic. And then Pete makes it so much fucking worse. And then Pete went, You've lost the table. And then at that point. And then just carried on a conversation. You can't fucking regain it once you've lost it like that. So when you started TalkSport then, had you, because didn't you start doing darts? Yeah. Are you a darts fan? Yeah. I can't spike. I can't spike. I can't spike. How good was that? That's like one of the best So good. I fucking love darts. Do you really? Yeah, I really Have you ever been to Ali Pali? Yeah, I've been a couple of times and it's the fun. No, I didn't dress up. Oh, well, I just walked, I mean, I normally look like my fancy dress anyway. I was going to say a pirate. But yeah, it's, um, I love, have you ever been Ellie Pelly? No, it's we another thing that I just oh, like. so good. Shall we all go? Oh, it would be fucking like, sick. honestly, yeah. in December. Is it still good though? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Why, why? what do you think? Well, because I, I feel like it used to be really, really fucking good. And now it's a bit, it's a bit more tame, isn't it? COVID killed it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, why? It's all coming back up because like, you couldn't have any fans. Yeah, oh, right. <laughs> so it was a bit difficult. Should have known that. But, like, um, but it did, it got, it got. Like, I'm not working on it anymore, so I can actually go and have a good time. So we should go. Yeah. Should we, like... The thing is, 
Laurie, you can't say things no, you're no, not no. going to stick to, I'm, though. No, 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 I mean it. Like, I genuinely, I say what I mean. Let's do it. She 100% doesn't. But we have to dress up. We have to all dress up. I would. Well, what, I would. what are us three going to dress up as? Uh, traffic cones. Traffic cones or SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, I've got the right skin colour for that. I look like a mouldy bit of broccoli from the neck down. <laughs> you look like leather. Yeah. Okay, aren't you? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow. Do you say an old bit of leather? Yeah, she literally went in. I look like a Chesterfield sofa. <laughs> Fuck me. It's the fucking last time we invite a fucking oh guest on. I'm getting dug out here. I nearly sat on you when I came in. Oh. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. That fuck me. is brilliant. Hey, you got to so, get in line. Carol Vorderman's first. Vorders. Oh. oh, she's great, isn't she? Well, there's potential romance brewing. Is there? We'll discuss that yeah. another time. It's quite a big deal, actually. I mean, it's quite, quite you, a big so. deal. Yeah. yeah. Could be one of her special friends. Oh, my you know God. I, mean? I love it. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Pete and Carol stepping out. Um, Pete and Carol, that sounds like... Pete and Carol. The oldest couple you've ever seen. That's like Ruth and fucking Eamon. On the sofa with um, Pete Yeah, with and Pete and Carol. Carl, that would be fucking... That would be... That's the kind of thing where you're getting annoyed that someone's trees growing over, growing over the fence. <laughs> and you make a complaint to the council. That's fucking Pete and Carol again. Intruding yeah, on my party. The worst next door neighbours. All right, well, let's do that. Can you play darts? Uh, I've tried a lot. I'm really bad. But it's fun, though. When you it have is... a couple, you get better. Yeah, yeah, really good. There's a really good place in London, actually, called Flight Club, that oh, we yeah, should go been, to. Been. On it. Should we you do been? that first? That can be, like, the test. Let's the test, that. though. We'll dip yeah. a warring. Sometimes Maybe people do... get weird when Pete's around. He's actually not that fun. But, like, oh, yeah. Really? You've got to dip your toe in, decide whether you well, you want to hang with you it. You don't have to dip your toe in. There's oh, no need to put anything inside of <laughs> Hey, we're here for you. Do you know what? I've got a question that was, like, the first question I wanted to ask you when I used to listen to used to always listen to you. When did you, because you've obviously known from a really young age that you wanted to be in sports broadcasting, right? Like, I feel like that's quite left field, isn't it? Like, when was the first time you knew? Because it was, like, super young, wasn't it? I think, like, I, I really wanted to do Blue Peter. I look, he's so, his opinion of me changed immediately there. He was like, oh, you're, you're, you're not cool. Wow. I did want a badge, yeah. Um, and I wanted, I applied to be a press packer for Newsround. And I never got anything back. And that was my first early rejection. Um, but I, I kind of like, I was always sporty. I got brothers and stuff like that. And that was what I loved. You used to play rugby, right? huh? I did, yeah. Wait, what position? Well, I, 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 I reckon I know what it is. Do you? Yeah. And this, sound, this is going to sound really bad. But um, did you used to be a hooker? I was a hooker. I was a hooker too! Hey. I was a fucking hooker. I was going to say it. I was a hooker. I was a hooker from a young age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 nice. Yeah, how many yeah. times have you heard that joke? A million times? <laughs> do, you, do you know what? Do you know what's so they always go for like the slightly more petite person to be a hooker. Yeah. You because you've got to latch yourself body. round exactly. and then you get your foot in, you bring it in. Hook I used to play on the wing. Did you? You are the yeah. slowest person I've ever seen in my life. Is that a joke? No, you are so, you're flat footed, mate. <laughs> oh, no. You're flat footed. But I'm fucking solid. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that means you'd be a prop. No, I was like Jonah Lomu, just really small. Oh. <laughs> just tiny. Just like really mini tiny. Jonah Lomu. Yeah, like a really, <laughs> really hairy, small Jonah Lomu. Just, yeah. Do you it know was a little bit like that little dwarf from Lord of the Rings, just quite solid, but quite... Gimli. Oh, no, yeah, Gimli. Yeah, Gimli. Nice, Sun of glowing. Um, so you've always been... Because your mum was a rugby coach, yeah? Yeah, so she was our coach. So she basically took us all to the rugby club as a way of, like, we'd all... Um, like we basically moved into a new neighborhood and she wanted to integrate us and she was on her own. So she was like, how do I keep all these kids together and like happy and concentrated? So she took us to rugby club. It was amazing. It was the best thing she ever did for us. So what would you say is your first love when it comes to sports? Is it football? Yeah. So have you played football? Uh, yeah, but not very well. No? Not to a very high standard at all. And I mean, not to any standard. Well, some sort of standard. Do you play a bit of power league? Uh, no. What's power league? You won't take me. No, like, 
Get out of five aside and stuff. How do you like not that? play that fucking power league? Oh, I imagine you and all your fucking mates playing, you know. And play like six aside. Five aside. <laughs> That's basically yeah. five or six aside yeah. is. is oh, right. the butler drops you all off. Fuck fucking... off. No, see, we're not going to go with this. There's you no butler. butler. Did you know when you were younger? No, I didn't. You're really not. Just no pair. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah so, I, so again, Arsenal fan, right? Mm. And I think you like that generation. So it's my generation, right? Mm. Arsenal were doing really well back then. Yeah. And so basically, what you're saying is you're a glory supporter because yeah, they were was doing it the really, really well. That fucking set you up. Yeah, they were doing really well, and you went, "I like a bit of them. I'm going to support them." And then they did shit for ages, and you're like, oh, "Because no. being from Dagenham, Romford, the fucking Nam, mm -hmm. surely you should be West Ham." I know I should be, but my whole family are Arsenal. That's where it comes from. Uh. So like, my granddad was North London, lived next sort of Highbury, used to go all the time. So that's where it's filled. My dad's a Geordie. Really? Yeah, he's a Geordie. So we kind of like, well, we were never Geordies. We were never even a little bit. But I have like a little bit of affection, especially now they've been bought and they're going to win things. Oh, right. Yes, you're 100% <laughs> oh, just like, the glory. So yeah, great. absolutely like, love Arsenal. it. Arsenal, yeah. But, I, but we were so blessed when we were little. We met them when we were really young, like 98, 99, that kind of era when they did the double. Yeah. That was, we actually met them completely by accident. My dad went to a... Um, He's playing cricket next to London Colney, which was their old training ground where Watford are now. And me and the boys, my big brothers, we were like walking around. And we je this is honestly what happened. There was like a, um, what's it called? Just a load of bushes in a line. What's that called? Bushes in a row. Hedge. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> one. Wow. There was a hedge and we wandered through the hedge and Arsene Wenger was there. And then the whole Arsene wow. thing was amazing. So who is your all-time... Uh, Ray Parler. You know well. Zach, he's on TalkSport. No, because he's from Romford as well. I just loved him when I was younger. But I could list, honestly, I've got so many. And it depends You're what mood I'm Romford in. Pelle, isn't it? Like, yeah, exactly. David Seaman. And we actually, like, not at the same time, but we lived on the same road. What is it? Um, Dagenham East or something like that? Yeah. Remember. We're near really Collier Railway. Long, yeah, like so really Pete's long. getting nicked. Oh, did you? been arrested before? Yeah, Juvie many a time. We'll talk about that another time. Really? Yeah, we'll talk about that another He's time. Is that why you wear the rings? <laughs> yeah, just in case. Nothing. No, it's actually just for chinning him. <laughs> yeah, which he has done, to be fair. Do you know what I thought was really cool? <clears throat> um, and I imagine this is probably your inner fan coming out a little bit. It's when we saw all the Arsenal players and they were just signing, not looking at the, not looking at the yeah. kids. You called them out on Twitter and it went viral, mate. Yeah. I loved that. Did like you? on a personal thing because you're a fan first and foremost, right? Mm. And there's so so many sides to the story, right? Because it's literally just like, look, yeah. they probably do a million other things, right? And they're probably just, mm. you know, it's just one of the many. They probably gave that mascot, you probably know more than I do, but they probably gave that mascot, mascot like loads of other attention yeah. somewhere else. But it's like, as a fan, I was a kid. I, I was a kid once and I went to Stamford Bridge and I went and met all the players and Did stuff. They came, all of them came up to me and they were like asking me how I was and stuff like that. And I remember Did it Daddy so well. Daddy private session. Daddy didn't sort out a private session, no. And <laughs> I just, sure. yeah, I was a mascot. Well, you could probably pay for you to be part of the first. I don't actually know how I got it. So maybe you did. But like, it's so, it's, do you feel like it was the inner fan from you that was like, ah, oh, do you know what, that stings a little bit? It's really difficult. Um, talk sport is because I'm an Arsenal fan everything you say about Arsenal clipped up, put on social media. Mm. And sometimes I'm like, please don't put it out because- Does everyone accuse you of bias? Yeah, yeah, and people who don't listen to the show and only see clips, they're like, oh, all she does is ever talk about Arsenal. And also I don't really feel that qualified. <laughs> I'm not a pundit. And all of a sudden your words have all this weight. And I'm like, oh my God, like I, this isn't, I'm, I, there's such a big responsibility. When that happened, I text the, the press officer, Dan, as soon as it happened, because I watched it and I was like, that doesn't look good, does it? Yeah. And I think the club probably made a bit of a mistake putting it out. Putting that out because, there, yeah. But I think they thought, oh, look, they've all stopped and signed Didn't even shirt. look at her. Aren't they doing a great yeah. thing? And then no one noticed the eye contact and she's looking like this. So I was like, do I, 
I anyway, I asked the club and I said, what was that? And he went, look, it was a part of a big day. Like she met them, she walked out in the tunnel with them onto the pitch. They're, they're called junior gunners and they have an amazing experience. Yeah. So that's one isolated incident. And also they're in game mode. So yeah, maybe they, you know, they're not really focused. They're just going straight in pre-match. So anyway, I, I went on and I said it, but I was like, let's be honest. There's a little girl standing in front of you, like little bit of eye contact because I looked at her and I was the same as you Sam I was like I've definitely been that kid before when you're like you're doe-eyed and you're literally like oh for some my eye contact god some, yeah some acknowledgement so I'm allowed to feel that but the amount of stick I got from Arsenal fans one of them said you're not a real Arsenal fan oh I hate ever. that yeah it's so annoying and obviously it's kids isn't it like yeah. 12 year old kids and stuff but I did I was annoyed by it I was like you have to be able to call things out but I balanced it and I said like but they don't watch the rest of the clip I said look Anyway, contact the club, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I find stuff like that frustrating because you can't really win a lot of things. Social media is an absolute arsehole, really, for yeah. a number yeah. of fucking reasons. But you're in probably one of the most fickle industries in terms of yeah. what fans are like. Do you know what I mean? One week, everyone... It's, it's one of them things, isn't it, with sports where everyone's got an opinion. Yeah. Twitter as well yeah, is Twitter. But what you do, yeah. Twitter's... Because the, the, sport, sport Twitter, football Twitter is a tough place to be at the yeah. best of times, right? You have to and be quite thick-skinned. You, you must do, right? Has that been hard? to navigate it all. God, this is a proper interview, isn't it? I know. You know? I, this mate, is meant to be jokes. You jokes. haven't even used your cue card. Yeah. This, this is, well, that's because there's fuck all on them. <laughs> um, we, it's just because it makes us look more professional. Yeah. No, it does. Sam's like, never actually looked at his. Yeah. What, what, what sort of stuff does it say? Well, it's I'll just really got, in a minute, but what does it say? Um, you've spoken a lot about trolling recently. Can we touch on that? <laughs> um, that. Uh, who are your icons? And you've got that, this, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, yeah. It's just I, in case I you like... were really fucking boring, basically. We just need things to fall back on in case you were proper shit. I genuinely, you know, you said earlier on about like what makes, um, what makes a sports broadcaster like a popular one. Yeah, yeah. I honestly think if you can understand like the culture of football and social media and how the two go together, football, Twitter, if you really understand that, and sometimes I don't, but if you can kind of um, navigate that and the way that I did it from like years and years ago when I first started getting any kind of notoriety, was to give as good as I get. And some broadcasters And you don't do like that, that, by the yeah. way. Yeah, some broadcasters... No one's ever said to me, take that down. So some people will... Like, I've replied a couple of times about people's manhood and things like that. But it's only ever a retaliation. And I never understand when people go, oh, you can't say that. I'm like, what am I... Am I a sitting duck? I'm yeah. supposed to... Just mm. because I'm a broadcaster, you're allowed to say anything you want about me. And as soon as I reply, and I will win, like, I'm very, like... I'm very um, stubborn about things like that. And that's like a negative for me, I think. I will, I will fucking fight to the death, yeah. right? And I will win. And then they're like, oh, you can't say that because you're... And I'm like, oh, fuck off. You started it. You Exactly, you started How it. How annoying is it, it's man? so See, Pete's really good at that. So I'll get in, like, sometimes get in a couple of Twitter spats. No, 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 no. Hold on, there's a difference. I, um, I don't lose arguments, ever. <laughs> I just he chins them. <laughs> That's what he does. No, he bottles but, them. But I, I don't see the point when it comes to social media. I, 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 I listen. I'm, I'm quite happy, and it happens quite a lot. People fucking slagging me off and whatever. But it, do, it doesn't bother me what fucking, you know, Danny in Doncaster thinks because you know, <laughs> fuck off, you knobhead. In his mum's basement. Yeah, do you know what I mean? He's sitting there wanking into a pot noodle. I don't really give a monkey's mate. When you reply, pot noodle. Better, well, wanking into a pot noodle. 
Well, that's what the, you're jumping Laura on. Laura Wood the sat there and you said wanking into a pot noodle. Why? She's had a pot noodle before. <laughs> I've never wanked into one, just to clarify. Right? I, I didn't, you didn't need to answer that, but thank you for clarifying. Um, <laughs> it would be hard for me to do it. Um, I, I, let's not get into that conversation, <laughs> shall we? Um, you're about to go to logistics. Just but, <laughs> yeah, I was literally. But yeah, that does, it doesn't bother me. It bothers me more if someone says something to my face, but no one ever does. No one really says anything to your face, do they? Know. When they do it over Instagram and fucking Twitter and all that, it really doesn't bother me because I just mm. think, oh, fuck off you it really riles you yeah. and then Sam what Sam does is then he calls me and goes I'm going to have to say tank oh, why yeah. I like why and then what happens is I fuck oh. it as well and then yeah. I fuck no. it and then I call Pete again because, and go I fucked it what do I do because if you're going to do that and, and and I've always been listen you can't argue with an idiot if you're going to do it you've got to go in you've you got to go in and you've got to persevere you and you've got to kill. Yeah, yeah exactly right? 100% kill I shoot shot. to wound yeah. that's the problem if you if there's a typo you're fucked you delete it you yeah. block them you, you come off Twitter for five days <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sam, I love that you go half arts because you do it emotionally <laughs> right? you can't do it emotionally yeah. you need to think logically tactically and think I'm going to fuck you up that's what you've got to do you're a bit emotional about it I did that back in the day I actually my mum is really good at proofreading so she used to proofread all of my work when I was a kid. Please tell me your mum proofreaded your tweets. I sent her a tweet. This was like... Fuck off, you slimy bitch. Have I spoke slimy right, mum? <laughs> Where someone said something along the lines of get back in the kitchen. It's the most boring, oh, that's um, a shit boring one. one. Yeah. And I was like... I fucking will get back in the kitchen that I own in the house that I bought yeah. from the job where I earn money. And anyway, I wrote this whole thing and I sent it to my mum. I was like, can you just proofread that for me? And there was a typo in it. You need <laughs> a semicolon in there you. somewhere. Yeah, exactly. She's like, that needs a comma. <laughs> so in terms of what you do now then um, and where you've been, you started as a runner, Sky Sports. Mm. Oh, you have done your homework. We've done proper research. Wow. Have we? Well, no, I didn't need to because I'm at, like, I know a lot about you anyway. Yeah. Um, and then obviously to darts, talk sport, and, and, and now you do a range of different sports. You're a big boxing fan as well. Yeah. Um, we've got to bring it up. You know what we're going to say. <laughs> I know you're going to yeah. say. Seven well, foot tall, beautiful human being. Fucking what a beautiful man. He definitely wanted a bit of woodsy. Oh, God. I'm so glad that you've brought this up because I haven't actually had the space to like explain what happened. Well, yeah, this is why we thought we'd, we'd give yeah. you an opportunity. I tried it... to do it on TalkSport, but like, Ali wouldn't let me get in a word in Edgeways. And like, and, and Sam was in there as well. So it was like really... The table's cool. yours. Yeah. Thank the, you. Do you know what? And you won't lose the table either. <laughs> Thank you. Potentially. I you... hope not. So just to like, <laughs> just to explain what happened... My job for DAZN ends when the show ends, right? So we've done it. We're all finished. We've got, you know, Frank Smith. Like, yeah. I've worked with those guys since, since 2009, since we were babies. So we're all great friends. So we go in, like, there's like a secret room in the O2. It looks like a bookshelf, but then you push the door. That's cool. Speakeasy vibes. And there's a, and there's a secret room, but it's not very big. It's like, I would say, the width of these sofas, right? right. <laughs> and the length of this. So that's it. It's a dungeon. What would you do in there? But like, we go in there, we have a drink, not the little secret, secret room. We go into like the normal room and have a drink. And that's where all the performers, like Oli Murs, I've been in there before to meet him after show. He's lovely, by the way. Yeah, he's great. I know, so, yeah. So wonderful. Yeah. So um, we were in there having some drinks and champagne. And after I finish a show, you guys must be a little bit like this after you do something like, you know, you're really buzzy yeah. and you're hyper. I don't often get buzzy. Of course not. No, because you're kind of like mellow constantly, aren't you? Yeah, I definitely Mono. get it. Yeah. yeah. So you get it, right? So you're really hyper. I sometimes and... have to go for a walk afterwards if I've done something yeah, like, so that I love. Yeah, energy. So um, I'm also a lightweight. So like we've had a couple of glasses of champagne. It's gone straight to my head. I've taken my shoes off. They hurt. I'm leaving. It's 2 a.m. in the morning, right? And Freddie, who is... Um, 
Anthony Joshua's uh, like commercial officer, but also like he's just been there since the beginning. Um, Freddie's like in there and I'm like, I'm gonna pop my head in and say hi and bye. So he's like, come in now. So I go in, I literally knock on the door, pop my head in. I think it's gonna be really quiet in there. There's like 30 people in there. I go, well done, <laughs> well done, good fight, well yeah. done. Um, and the first thing he, he says is, oh, he went, oh, Ruben. And I went, oh, Loftus No, Laura. <laughs> That was my second question yeah. after the Anthony Joshua one. Well, it's like such a complicated. It, basically, on Talksport the week before, on that Monday, one of the headlines because anyone at Talksport, anything to do with anything like that, were like great opportunity to talk about sex. Basically, so it was like someone had asked um, Anthony Joshua who his dream date is, and he said Beyonce. So we were like, brilliant, let's do our dream dates and let's all try and get a date off the back of it, right? So I was like, Leo Suter is this actor. Oh my God, he's amazing. I was like, brilliant, I'm going to say him. Ali said Claudia Schiffer or someone like that, some sort of model. Anyway, so then like that then became a thing. Then the next thing after that show, I had to do a pre-recorded interview with Ruben Loftus-Cheek. So at the end of it, we're like, let's just carry on. Who's your dream date? Ruben goes, Laura Woods. And I was like, good God. <laughs> like, okay. He's a beautiful man. Ruben is probably the best looking player in yeah. the Premier League. He's a I, very good looking lad. I would lad. say. So I was like, don't mind that at all. That can stay in. Excellent. It will keep that. Yeah, yeah, we'll keep that and we'll frame it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a quote for my wall. So anyway, so I was having a great week. So then like <laughs> I walk into, uh, and you know what happens, all the headlines get made out of it, which is really funny. Um, and excellent to have an association with someone who looks like he's carved by yeah, Jesus. Absolutely. So um, I go into the room, blah, 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 I say hi. And he goes, Oh, um, Ruben. And I went, oh, I said, Yeah, that actually came from you saying Beyonce's your dream day. And he went, No, no, you're my dream day. And I was like, Is anyone filming this? I was like, ha Has anyone else yeah. heard this just happen? I've got no shoes on because they hurt. Nice feet then. Thanks. Well, no, I'm just wondering. That is like, the creepiest no... fucking thing. I'm, I'm saying it's a question. Did you have nice feet then? Nice obviously, feet then. Well, it's quite a big <laughs> thing, isn't it? Oh, my. You're doing a me. I well, it know is, if it was it's... a question or a statement. It's yeah. a question. Nice feet then. You must have nice and feet. And then I then. looked at your feet. Yeah, like, yeah I got, we can't see her feet now, can we? She hasn't taken her shoes off now. I'll take mine off Every if you want time. me to. Fuck no, because your feet are like fucking hobbits. Okay. <laughs> Every time I have no shoes on in a photo, the amount of people that say I've got boat feet, what are they? They're a size seven, which is a UK average for a woman, by what? the way. Is it? Go, How big are your fucking boats? And I'm like, they're not that, but like my slabs. Yeah, you could walk a ski without, without skis. Is that what I was <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah, I could yeah. navigate that. Cut the fucking canoes. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Um, so anyway. no, what I meant by that, if someone says you're a dream date whilst your feet are out, because that's quite a big thing. People have got a big thing about it's it. I don't, like, I don't like feet. Yeah, but I don't suppose someone looks straight at your feet when you walk in the room. If you, well, if you haven't got any shoes on, I imagine they probably do. Like, why the fuck has she got no shoes on? Yeah, maybe you did. I don't know. Anyway, so. Um, Coogan, who's from um, IFL TV, his YouTube um, channel, and they're really good for boxing. He's about to do an interview with Anthony Joshua, and we're just chatting, and he's like, oh, for God's sake, you might as well do it yourself. And I was like, all right, cool. So at the time, I'm thinking it's just a joke. Like, we're just sitting down. So I give him a cuddle, and I sit next to him, which is why we're so close. Um, and also, we've got one mic and camera shot and all that sort of stuff. And there's, like, enough space, and everyone's going, where were your shoes, and why are you sat so close? Anyway, we start doing the interview and it's just silly and we're both obviously, he's high from a fight, I'm a couple of glasses of champagne down and it was just meant to be a silly interview. And then interview. you just kissed. And then and it was <laughs> one thing led to another. Yeah, there you um, go. And now we're engaged. No. <laughs> so anyway, it then became an, like, quite an interesting interview because 
He just he just said what he felt and it was nice. Well, it's quite relaxed, isn't it? Because yeah. normally, normally when you do interview, I mean, I'm saying this like I do them, mm. but I imagine when you normally do interviews and all that, it's very much, uh, people are very press orientated. They're yeah. very media savvy on terms of what they yeah. say. And actually you don't really get to see what people are like. Because aren't you, Joshua, um, we've, we've met him. It, it's a nice guy, but it's generally quite boring. Well, I might in, take this it, one, well, in, in, in interviews and things like that, but actually... I have interviewed him. Did you oh, you have interviewed him? Yeah, and he's yeah. punched me. No. Yeah, he gave me an uppercut. Well, that explains oh that. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. With the fucking hands, wow. mate. I fell over. No. Yeah, he's... No, 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 no. He's got some hit. And he said he was giving me 70% power, and I believe him. Like, he, he, he gave me a proper uppercut <laughs> on the thing. And, 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 and I went over. Like a turtle on your back. It, it was 20%. Yeah, yeah I was just about to say, there's, no way, there's no way you've got 70% He hit Joshua. me, and I'm literally like that, on my back like that. And he's like... And like what did I he got, hit you with? I've gone down like that. <laughs> Fucking and, hell, Mate, and I'm literally... And, I'm, and I, I'm looking up at the ceiling, and I'm like, I don't know what just hit. It's like a train going through you. Well, oh. Absolutely nuts. <laughs> he, he's like, he's built. I've never seen anyone so built before like that in my entire life. Um... But, Nuts. But, but, so what I'm, what I meant by before you started talking about the, the night of passion with Auntie Joshua um, <laughs> is that when you win it, because people are so media savvy, it's normally the same sort of questions, same sort of crap. And actually, when you see him on, uh, you know, when he does League of Their Own or them other sort of yeah. things, he's quite a funny guy. Like, he's got quite a bit of like, banter about him, but you never really see that side. So actually, it's probably quite a nice time to interview someone when they're relaxed and, yeah. do you know what I mean? No I shoes. Maybe you should try that when you interview people. Fuck off, no. Just, just take, take your shoes, shoes off, off just whack them up. Going to be honest with you, I'm quite a high-class interviewer. You are now, um, you know, fucking not, not based on this, you know, so I would say no, I professional. I listen to your podcast. Oh, he didn't mean, mean that, he's got, he's got a proper job. Do you know what, actually, on the topic of, uh, of bowing and curtsying, I went to Cheltenham. Cheltenham's like one of my, yeah. other than the darts, the best place on earth. Yeah, do you go ladies' day or gold cup? Uh, I actually go Tuesday, go Wednesday. For... Oh, do you? Yeah, because I've always got, it's usually FA Cup or something at the weekend. Mm. So, anyway, I went this year and my boss at ITV took me up to the Royal Box. He's like, would you like to? I was like, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Like, I'm, I'm on my way. I saw this. Did you have this on your Instagram? Did you go with Zandy there? Who? And Carl Walker. Did you go to the no. races with him? No, I didn't. What no. was that that you went to? I don't know. Yeah, nice research, Pete. <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. I saw it on your Instagram. So, <laughs> you always like my pictures of anything. Ah! No, 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 no. I'm not wait, finished. Wait, I'm not wait, finished. Oh, my Wait, wait, wait. I know where she's going with it. My Frenchie. Because I've got two. I know. Yeah. The rescues. Yeah, both rescues. I like the one with one eye. Peggy. Peggy. Yeah, Pirate Peggy. Oh, pirate Peg. Yeah, I've got Eric and Peggy. Very cute. Thank so, you, darling. Anyway, well, I've got two up, cats. Up, like, no one cares. No, I've got two no. cats. I've got, no, no, but they're ragdoll. You're a cat person. No, I was always a dog person, but then my missus basically converted. She's a massive cat person. She converted me to cats, you see. Ragdoll's like the closest to a dog. They are. Exactly. They're like dog cats. What's its name? Albus <laughs> and uh, and and just and just Cedric. Cedric, yeah. <laughs> I like that even as in another one from Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. Do you like Harry Potter? No. no. Oh, oh, thank <laughs> fuck for that. I, we were I was really about bro to out then. All respect for you, then. I thought we were gonna bro out. A bunch out. of kids on fucking broomsticks. Fuck off. <laughs> Me and Pete are gonna play. We're gonna play Quidditch together. She doesn't. We don't. No, yeah. No. Where you have brooms, no. you no, waddle. No, no, listen. Yeah. When I was a producer at Sky, I worked on a kids show and I went and did a feature on Quidditch. <sighs> Shut the front. Genuine door. people playing Quidditch. What's it field. like? It's people sweeping apart. It was the mo It was the most concentrated amount of virgins I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I'm there. Yeah. And was, I'll be there. And they was. They never broke character. It was so weird. And, it, and I was like, come on, let's have a look. Come on, you're playing Quidditch. They were like, no. No, how dare you? This is serious. I was like, how you, you, can't, you can't fly. Like, how do you actually... You waddle. Do you fake? Is it like WWE? And they were like, no, it's competitive. 
And we did a whole series on it. Do you know what would be... Are you quite competitive? Mm. I'm really competitive. And I think... Um, and actually, you are as well. I like to just be involved. Um, I, imagine going to play and just ended up in a fucking... That's what I want. Can you do it? I'll I find really, you it. if you could. Well, no, hold yeah, on, Laura. No, 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 babe. You're, you're not, you have to. You're not oh going to find Oh my god, I can see it now. Big guy. Excellent. Hold on, unless your plan as well. <laughs> You've obviously wanted to be in this industry for a while. Mm. Yeah, not our one, the sport one. Yeah, well, like <laughs> yeah. No, 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 the entertainment industry, but specifically around sports, yeah. based on the fact that you started as a runner mm. and then worked to being on camera and you know on radio what and the rest of it. Um, Sam has also wanted to be part of this industry for a long time. I sort of fell into it, and now there's uh, you know I can't get a normal job anymore. Mm. How do we succeed? Oh, I, this I, is I know it's sound, a really hard question no, for no, a lot no, of people because we are so dog shit at everything. No, it's going to sound really cringe, like genuinely. But like, I do, I do think like people, it's like I said at the beginning, people really appreciate authenticity. And I think the funny thing about you two is you kind of bring out each other's like authentic side. <laughs> like that. You do though, you're so, so like, right. I think, that, I think that works. But I think what you're doing is right. Just explore everything. Like if you do go and get hair transplants, for example, like take each other and document the whole thing. Oh, yeah. But people like you. But also your audience will grow with you. Laura, I've got a question for you. Mm. Um, you do my dream job. Mm. How do I get into sports? Because I went on Match yeah. of the Day X recently. Did you? And um, and I basically, I'm, I'm, I'm actually a mad Chelsea fan. Like I... I but really, you've got to be authentic and it won't al work. Almost, <laughs> too, almost too much, right? And uh, I did this thing on Match of the Day X, right? And they're like, they're like, did a story frame and they're like, right, Samson's going to say who would sell and keep on the Chelsea squad. Now, we've had a shit season, right? So sell all of them. it was basically like between Mount and Sterling. I was like, that's tough. I'd keep Mount. I'd sell Sterling because he's done nothing. Right. And so I, my picks, by the way, were fucking great. Mm. And I got hammered, hammered. What does this posh prick know about fucking football? Yeah. I got battered. And I was like, well, I'm never doing that again. You could have said everything right and you yeah. still got... I know I said everything yeah. right. But I think that's sports in general with a lot yeah, of things. It, it doesn't matter what you say, whether you're right or wrong, you're going to have someone that's going to counter that argument regardless. Yeah. Uh, it's the same as most things you do in life, not a lot of people. But that's one of the nice things about sports in general though, isn't it? Is the fact that there is that debate and there's that... Opinion. Yeah. But, I, that's why I'm not... I. So I love boxing. Mm. That would be my my... Favorite sport, if it, yeah, um, but I cannot discuss it with people, and I cannot go and watch things with people because I, I have to win arguments, and I get too frustrated with the fact I just think, shut the fuck up, you don't know what you're talking <laughs> about, and that's the same reason why I couldn't do what you do with fucking football, regardless of whether you know every fucking thing I know everything. about a team or every whatever it <laughs> may be about a sport, you're gonna have some fucking two bob numpty. Oh, you know, I used to be with the Chelsea Academy, but until I did my ACL, <laughs> fuck off, dickhead. But he's gonna disagree with what you're saying anyway. Just to be a fucking knob. Yeah. And I can't handle that because I'd end up fucking, I'd end up inside. Do you, do you like, again, do you like Mark Goldbridge? Yeah, I really do. I fucking love, love him. him. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. He, he rubs people up all the wrong way yeah, every time. But he's, but he's so good. But you know what I love about him, right? And so this is this is a bit different, but he's a fan, mm. right? Is this the guy you were telling me about? This? Yeah, I love him, yeah. Yeah, United dropped his job and then... Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. He was, he was, he was yeah. in the fraud team at the police or something. Was right? he? Yeah. yeah, and he pursued something he loved, right? And he's now has the biggest mm. fan account on YouTube yeah. to do with Man United. And and people slag him off for it. And it's like, I think there's, oh, do you think we're running out of, you're not even allowed to be a fan anymore. Yeah. It's like you have to have played the game. But yeah. if you think about it, and similarly probably with what you do on uh, Talk Sport. I want to hear Laura's thoughts on that. But. Having, having an opinion. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that having an opinion 
is actually what people like. So regardless whether people disagreeing with him or disagreeing with you, that's what gets people talking. And yeah. actually in that industry, that's exactly what you want is you want people to be talking, to be interested. Yeah, he's right. Actually, that's what TalkSport is based on. Yeah. You don't want it. Like the worst thing you can do on TalkSport is not have an opinion. Sitting on the fence. Because we won't use you yeah. again. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, otherwise yeah. you're like, yeah, no, the only person that's allowed to sit on the fence is Ali. And even that sometimes I'm like, Come on, Ali. Like, get yeah. the fence. He's the only one that we will allow. That's why Jamie's so great and Gabby's so great. Jamie's unreal. It doesn't matter. Like, they're O'Hara. giving you... Yeah. I, texted well, I know Jamie. I know I Jamie really Jamie. well. Mate, I texted him when I wanted to rant about Chelsea because he was live and I was listening in my you kitchen not to do. And I went, mate, let get me in. And he was like, all right, call this number. And then I missed his message back. No. I missed an opportunity. You yeah. go I had to go on the other night. You know when people say, like, when you're chatting to people and they're like, so what music do you like? And I'm like... I just listen to talks for all day. It's so sad. I'm doing it now. <laughs> so ridiculous, isn't it? I'm 30 and still going strong, mate. <laughs> I fucking love it. But I really think there is, there's, you're losing the place of the fan at the mm. moment. And I think everyone thinks they're a fucking professional and it's so yeah. annoying. Yeah. But Mark Gold, but to go back to Mark, um, there is the most amazing clip. I think it's Burnley he's talking about and he's doing like a live watch along and he's basically slagging Burnley saying, oh, Burnley aren't offering anything. And then they score and the timing of it is absolutely perfect. And he's not... Any, he's like, anyone but bloody Burnley. And it's I, sometimes when I'm just, you know, when you get yourself caught in a rabbit hole in yeah, YouTube, yeah. sometimes I'll just go and search So do for I. It. Have you seen the one where he goes, oh no, oh no. <laughs> Did you watch the 7 0? Yeah. It's so good. No, mate, it's the city so one. But I, yeah, but the thing is about him as well is he actually. I really, I do respect all of his views. So do I. I'm the same as you. You you don't have to be an expert. Like, TalkSport is genuinely, we're, like our tagline is it's about the fans and all that sort of stuff. We have callers coming on, right? So I want to hear their opinion. So why wouldn't I want to hear a YouTuber's opinion? There's such a, there's such a kind of, um, what's the word? A stigma. There's such mm. a stigma against YouTubers. Yeah, like, I hate because, it. Because, oh, they're only a YouTuber. I'm like, Oh, sorry, like just because they got out of bed and they figured out a way to make their own revenue yeah. so that if, for example, they then make it onto telly and then they're not popular next week, that's all right. I'll just fall back onto my own channel where I created my own audience. Like that, that's genuine. That's better than anyone else can do. Whether he's right or wrong, I just think what he's done is... He's a is fan. Excellent. Yeah, we have him on our show in the morning. No. Oh, yeah, you do, don't yeah, you? like once a week or something like that, we'll have him on. And I and I look forward to that section. Do you know what I look forward to? I'm really, really sorry. It's, it's to do with you. Um, you know you said your celebrity crush? Yeah. You know, it's the guy from Vikings. I love mm. Vikings. Um, no idea. He looks Who like, is it? He looks, like, looks like you. Yeah. Oh, we well, do- I very much doubt he looks like he me. He looks... Yeah, I don't look What's like the name Viking, again? do I? Leo. For fuck's sake. Oh. The smallest Viking Leo, in the world. Suter. Well, I look like the Viking fucking toy figurine. <laughs> fucking Vikings. <laughs> Fuck me. You know what Imagine, I mean? like, when you book a stripper, I did, yeah, for like a Hindu, not personal. The picture on the website, you're like, wow, okay. And yeah. I did do this once, and the guy that turned up was like, it's like he had been Danny DeVito. Squashed. And then, yeah. I've stripped. And he had a little ring around his penis, and we were like, <gasps> Wow, and a little ring, a little yeah. ring yeah. on his so penis. Little, yeah, it was. It was for my hen- friend's Hindu. We yeah. were like, "What is that?" And then we googled it, and apparently, it's to keep the blood in your penis, well, which makes it look bigger. Do you? Do you? Do you? Let me. No, no. Let me tell you a little story about this. So at least he had a, a proper ring for it. So um, oh, sorry, Peter's right. Pete really <laughs> knows his stuff. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you why. Right. So uh, I uh, used to date a girl, and um, we this went. Weird. We went on a double date. Actually, that's I first met Jamie O'Hara on a double date. Oh my god. 
What? Um, yeah, when he was with his um, ex, I was uh, dating one of her friends. Um, yeah, when he was with Liz. Beautiful. Yeah, lovely. And I was dating one of her friends and we went on a, um, a double date. And that's where I first met him, in Chigwell, <laughs> weirdly enough, years ago. You went anyway. to Sheesh, didn't you? No, 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 it wasn't at Sheesh. It was at La Sala when they had La Sala there, I think. What's La Sala? Is that a club? Um, La Sala, they've got one in Marbella. That, uh, oh, David I bet, Bentley, I bet he had his own David table. Bentley. It was just my table, but <laughs> oh, um, you are um, such a wanker! No, we went there for dinner. It was for dinner, um, anyway. Uh, but the the cock ring thing, and this is completely <laughs> off topic, but it's quite funny. So I, I also used to date this other girl who, whose friend was dating one of the Dream Boys. Oh. So so we went to a Dream Boys show in Birmingham, right? So I went with the girl that I was seeing and her friend who was obviously watching her fella. She cried the whole way through. It was the first time she'd seen him and didn't like it because he had birds up on stage. But anyway, I got on quite well with him. Really nice guy. And he says to me, "I'll just come and have a beer backstage." So I go backstage with all the fuck. Fucking, all, all the like fucking lads there where they're swinging cocks fucking flying about. Then put the ring round because it keeps the blood. It's like when you get bitten by a snake. Yeah. And, um, you know like when you sleep in a in a ring on your finger and you wake up and your finger's all swollen. Bit blue. You're like, I'm never going to get it off. Yeah. Would you ever, like, who do you date? I'm not asking who you're dating, but like, <laughs> who do you date? Because you're obviously in the public eye now. You're like a very big in the public eye. Like, do you worry about that? Do you ever sit there and go, oh God, like, does it have to be someone from what I do or do I try and keep them away from mm. the press quite, and all that shit? Or? It's really strange because I I wouldn't consider myself like, I would say you guys are more high profile. So what you do and, and how like the newspapers would want to be attracted to the news stories, probably more your kind of... Work, I doubt that. I doubt that work. very highly. Yeah. But, but, I, but I kind of like... You, there's some really weird people on social media, right? So I try and keep a lot of my private life very private and especially like men. I, I try and keep that very... Yeah. Private and away from. I can't, I'm not, unless I'm going to marry the guy, then maybe off social media. No hard launch. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. And like, can you imagine that? You're like, oh, here's my new boyfriend, and the next week you break up. But it's... we've all been there. We have. That's, just, that's literally our lives. <laughs> and I think when you get when you get burnt with stuff like that, because I'm exactly the same. That like I don't. I, you get linked. I've been linked with so many different things over the years. Yeah. And you had a high profile relationship previously, didn't you? So yeah, yeah. So from that, it, it wasn't at the time. No, it wasn't. But then it became yeah. because of what you. Were ended up doing like yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, and it yeah. became one of those things and when then you have to go through that then now I don't put anything anywhere about that yeah Does that makes sense that must suck just like not like keeping things no it's in the, the best shadows. things the best things in life are the things that no one knows about that's that's really true oh my god that, Fucking that was deep wasn't it that's write that's a that's poem Pete shit private life's a happy life man last question for you from me um <laughs> you, you I don't want to put my hand up as well but like <laughs> that's honestly you um <laughs> would you ever do anything like the jungle or strictly or anything like that I know, I, I would never do Strictly because I honestly... Too left feet? Yeah, and I... Well, too big left I, feet. <laughs> oh, God. Slap. She's never coming back. <laughs> size seven, it's UK average. Anyway, so, yeah, I, I only dance when I'm really drunk and then I'm amazing. <laughs> what kind of dancing are we talking about? Pete has a dad dance. Oh, do you? I can't dance and I, I know I can't dance. Mm. And Sam Sam continually tries to make me dance, but I, I know, I've seen I'm that. quite happy standing at the bar. The way me and Sam do it is he does all the professional stuff and he's very good at all of that and he does, you know, I interview Brad Pitt and all that. <laughs> I would have got Brad Pitt in fucking string feathers and ended up, uh, do you know what I mean, getting pissed with him. But I would have done a terrible interview. But then you've had a great time. Turns into Who's a good interview. Here, well, yeah. exactly. Pete actually has a pair of slippers, uh, a custom okay, pair of Stringfellow slippers. I know. I've I've li I listened to podcasts with you with your um, co what is it again? Comb over on your toe. <laughs> so I came for your feet, so you're coming for mine. Oh, I see how it goes. Yeah. Right. Brilliant. I'm just biding my time, by the way. Oh, I, I like what and, you're doing and there. And you getting rejected for an interview with a celebrity. Who was it again? The A-list actor that was like, Miles oh, Teller. Stop. We were expecting you to reject us. Um, really? Yeah, I threw it out in the dark. I literally went, I'm going to fucking damn Laura Woods. No. 
know. Well, that's, that's so funny, isn't it? Because I genuinely would have thought that I was not high profile enough for your podcast. And I think you're setting yourself a disservice there based on the fact that genuinely, and I, I said it at the start of this, you're, you're probably the most loved sports broadcaster in the UK. By a long start. way. By a long way. And for, for a number of reasons, because you know what you're talking about. You have fun with it. Um, Personality-wise, you're the bollocks and a lot of geezers fancier. <laughs> so there's there's a number of fucking reasons. Do you know what I mean? Like, But but evidently, you're really good at your job and that's why we wanted you on because you're someone at the top of the game. So massive kudos. Thank you for coming on. We're ma I'm a huge fan of now, I mean, Pete loves your feet. I, and <laughs> there you go, really. I love your feet. I'm, I'm, I'm just a huge fan of you, full <laughs> stop. Oh, uh, you thank know, you. I'm not going wow, to talk Wow, that's the third advance. <laughs> yeah, I love the way you guys. Um, the it, do you know what it is? It's, it's called perseverance. It always works. <laughs> uh, ask Carol. So. <laughs> I've been on Earth since the countdown days. Um. <laughs> well, what we should do is we should we should do like a we should do a North London derby. <gasps> we should do. You can come along just for fun. Because, yeah, yeah, I'd love yeah. to. Absolutely, we love appreciate it. you. You as a person. <laughs> yeah, genuinely, thank you for coming on. We were both very excited about you being here. Um, and Can't you stop blinking at you. I know. I know. <laughs> I thought it was Morse code. Yeah. Like he's trying to tell me, me something. Help yeah, me. like I need to get out of here. I'm I'm here under duress. Um no, you've been a great guest and 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 we understand why everyone loves you in the they country are. effectively. Lauren words everyone. Thank you Thank so much. You. The feelings are very mutual boys. That was Laura fucking Woods. W dog. W dog. I was going to call her Woody, but I thought that sounded a bit weird. What, and you thought W dog would be a better way <laughs> to describe know. her? I don't know. All right, well, let's just go with Laura. Okay, fine. But how good know. was that? Uh, she's great, yeah. Also, question, I feel like I didn't talk over her just then. I feel like I really tried. <laughs> no, I think you did a lot better, actually. Like, come yeah, on! No, you did do a lot better. Um, that, that was actually very good. Well done. Thank you. Yes, I'm, I'm proud of you. I think it's one of our best shows you've ever done. Um, I think mainly because she was so good. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Very, very funny. Um, and yeah, she jokes, actually. We're going for a drink with her. You need to stop doing that, though. What? Every guest we've ever had on the podcast, you ask them out. You yeah, were not like that. We make fucking hell. Put some context on that bitch, mate. I don't, I don't ask her out. Let's leave it there. No, let's not um, leave it there. No, you are, you ask to like spend time with them and hang out with them and fucking start. And it's, it's a bit weird because you do it whilst we're recording the podcast, so they have to say yeah, yes. Yeah, that's the whole point. And then Trap I know, them. Yeah, but how many of those people have we actually done it with? Well, not any. Well, actually, let's talk about it because we slid into to Laura's DMs. We and, didn't. Yeah, you did. I debate the beauty of me and Pete is we come as one. So it's like we're flirting as one person without the flirting, obviously, but it's like to hang out. And um, so I actually... You did it without even telling me. Don't pretend you don't know because I called Pete after this. I went, mate, thank you so much for coming on the pod today. You were amazing. The whole team had such a great time, as did we. Let's get a game of darts in at some point with Pete. She then went, it was so much fun. I really loved it. What a lovely group you are there. You two are hilarious. Can we? I'm buzzing for it. First stop darts, next stop Quidditch. She went, I'm going to send you some dates. And then I went, if I know Pete, he's going to try and rope us into drinks at Amazonico, his second favourite place after strings. A little bit of a gag in there. A little bit of a joke. And then she went, I actually love Amazonico, but do they have slippers for him on entry? okay dates incoming now after that no dates did come in um, and then I called Pete I called Pete and went what have I done something wrong have I fucked up and then I was going to double down and then Pete told me not to double down no we don't double down no we don't double down listen if she doesn't want to play darts with us she doesn't want to play darts with us it's really simple yeah but we could but just be like give us the dates but you've already asked for the dates and she said they're incoming so if you ask again uh, you're, you sound like a parrot you're just repeating yourself if she wants to she will tell us 
Or do we need to be more assertive with it? I think what we need to do is leave it at that point. I think we go in again. Just one more. One more. Sorry, I don't know if you got this one. This is why you shouldn't be in charge of the speaking. <laughs> do you know what I mean? This is you shouldn't take control of organising or doing anything in a social setting. I think I should probably do those bits because you are fucking weird. Why don't you double down then? Why don't you go, hey, spoke to Sam, he said dates were incoming. Can you let us know because we're quite busy? You are aware that we are on a podcast. Yeah. People can hear this discussion. So what's wrong with that? It's the most pathetic thing I've ever heard. <laughs> we are two 30-plus men trying to play darts with Laura Woods. <laughs> How fun would that be? It sounds mental. We sound absolutely fucking mental. Laura, if you want to play darts, play darts with us. If you don't, it's okay. Yeah, no funny business. Why did it... But now you've made it sound like there was a, potentially a connotation of funny <laughs> no, business. No, no. Just, I just give it... Sometimes it's you. I don't know. What do you mean it's me? Well, I don't know. Like, I'm the really approachable person. Like, she knows she'll play darts with me. What are you pointing at? Well, evidently not, because she hasn't replied to you. Yeah, that's a good point. That was Laura Woods. What an episode it's been. I love you, listeners. Ta-da. Insanity Group.